Hello and welcome everyone to our podcast series, The Spotlight. I'm your host, Friederike Schnabel. Thanks a lot for tuning in today. With me is Tim Rainsford, Head of the Product and Distribution Hub of Generali Asset Management Business. Welcome, Tim. Happy to have you in the first episode of the year. Hi, Federica. Thanks for having me. I'm delighted to be here today. Let's start with the platform. What is its role today? How does it work? And what is the value it can offer to investors? Thanks, Federica. It's a great question. Generali Investments is a platform that gathers different asset management firms together with the aim of delivering a portfolio of specialist capabilities. And we look to unlock the opportunities of those asset managers to generate long-term performance. It looks like an ecosystem as it's built on the continuous exchange between the Generali Group and the companies that compose it. And thanks to the solidity of our group's inherent strength and its support, we're able to empower the firms in the ecosystem to continually innovate and grow with autonomy, ensuring that they're able to develop sustainable and innovative solutions. And so for investors, this means access to highly focused entrepreneurial firms, each with their own approach and their own philosophy. And it allows us to put clients first and it ensures that we're able to have their long-term interests at heart. Leveraging on the Generali Investments portfolio of specialist capabilities, which are the key strategies for 2022? Yeah, look, there's a number of key strategies uh, for 2022. Uh, some of them uh, are an extension uh, of the flows and momentum uh, that we saw in 2021. Uh, firstly, uh, is widening our private assets offer. Our private assets and real markets business uh, are really key uh, to Uh, our growth uh, and our future aspirations. And within our private assets business, we incorporate our capabilities within real estate, uh, infrastructure, private debt, and private equity. Uh, and I expect to see uh, an increasing uh, momentum, particularly from institutional investors in Europe and further afield uh, for private assets offerings uh, to ensure that institutional investors are able to Uh, earn the uh, liquidity premium uh, that they're looking for from their private assets uh, requirements. Uh, secondly uh, is ESG, uh, a very hot, hot topic in 2021 uh, and a topic that I expect to continue uh, in 2022. In fact, we had the COP26 summit uh, in 2021, uh, which saw uh, a lot of conversation around government's commitments to cut emissions, under the spotlight uh, and huge numbers of companies and investors you're making net zero pledges. Uh, and I expect this to translate into further alignment by investors of the investment strategies that they're looking for, particularly for Article 8 and Article 9 solutions. Uh, and aligned with that, I expect to launch uh, a range of new ESG solutions, uh, both liquid uh, and illiquid. And, and I think you'll see that starting to come You know, from our business. Uh, and lastly, uh, is the continued trend for thematic investments. And again, I think we're well positioned to ensure that our thematic investment offerings uh, are not only aligned with the needs of investors, particularly within the ESG space, uh, but more widely as well. A glance towards the future, Tim. Could you guide us on what are the directions of growth for the distribution? Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for that question. The development of our distribution footprint in Europe uh, over the course of 2021 has been key uh, to our organic growth. 
we strengthened our commercial presence in our core markets, or our existing core markets of Italy and France, uh, by adding uh, key individuals to the sales teams located uh, in those two countries. Uh, but more importantly, we've also now begun to branch out from these core markets to develop uh, new markets. We opened a branch uh, in uh, Frankfurt to support the requirements of our business in Germany and Austria. Uh, that branch now is fully staffed. We staffed with four individuals, uh, three covering direct sales and one client service. Uh, and we also opened a branch in Spain, uh, in Madrid, uh, to cover the Iberian market. And that branch is now staffed uh, with two key individuals. We're already seeing the benefits uh, of these new branches covering these new locations. Um, in addition, we have growth expectations and aspirations uh, in newer markets. Uh, I received approval uh, in late December for the establishment of a full subsidiary uh, to cover the Swiss market. Uh, and we're now working rapidly uh, to open that subsidiary based in Zurich and hope to have that open by the end of the second quarter. Uh, in an, and in addition, uh, we will be creating an onshore local presence in the Asia Pacific region. Uh, and we'll be working on that through the course of this year. Uh, and lastly, we are looking to support our global consultant coverage and also target uh, UK uh, institutional investors, predominantly focused on corporate uh, corporate pension plans uh, in the UK. So, you know, there's much for us to do. Uh, our, our footprint, our global distribution footprint is there to support the requirements of our boutiques, uh, as well as our internal asset management capabilities. And continuing to expand that is vital uh, to the growth that we have planned for our business. Thanks a lot, Tim, for taking the time to share these insights with us. Thanks, Federica. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you all for tuning in and hear you soon.